0: Well, hello, everyone. We are back. I guess it's still week seven, or is it week eight? It's still week seven. Episode eight. Episode eight, week seven. We like to confuse things on a Friday. Of course, we were with you on Wednesday. We brought you an Albion special. Thank you very much for Matt Wilson, who dropped in. And we had a good chat there for a good 35-40 minutes, because he hasn't been on the show for a while. But we're back to our regular shot. We're back with Wolves today on Friday. Mr. Tim Spears, how are we? I like those hand gestures. Oh, I wish it was being videoed. You look like some kind of hip-hop rapper. (laughs) We might might video it. You see, because I work for digital and you work for editorial, there's there's, there's certain changes that we get. So we get addressed down Friday. Unfortunately... Mm -hmm. You do not get a dress down I don't, I don't
1: want one. I like to look smart.
0: So Tim Spears is now, well, I say <laughs> looking in inverted commas smart. Very his, good, his, very, his good. Gray, gray, very good. Is grey, grey, black? Is that a black, grey, checkered number? Is that quite checked, is it?
1: Uh, it's dark, it's dark grey and white.
0: Decent. Aldi's very best. And, and a purple tie. You're actually going to see Mr. Walter Zenger. I'm in a hoodie, a Washington Husky hoodie. Huskies. Huskies W. Washington Husky, the dogs... University of Washington, big game tonight against Stanford, college football. No interest. No? College football. Honestly, if you have not seen college football... No. Right, college football is probably, if not bigger, than NFL in America. It is ridiculous. Compared to university football here, like football soccer, where you might get a man and a dog attending, you get 80, 90, 100,000 people sometimes watching it. It's unbelievable.
1: Apparently, American football is, is called thusly... Because the ball is a foot long, really? That's so, what so, so someone someone mentioned on the internet the other day. I
0: never,
1: I never knew that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. It was no, it was. Uh, There's it was, it was a little advert, an NFL preview advert. Right. Okay. <laughs> Come on, keep going. Uh, and there was a footballer. Oh, do you know what? That's that, that's that's my story. <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> no, remember. but it is, it is very it is very good. Like.
0: A tail game before the game, three, four hours before car parking open, people barbecuing, just, you know, drinking. The, the actual, just just generally, the atmosphere and everything is awesome. Like, honestly, if you go to America, if we go to America, if Wolves do a preseason tour. I don't tour plan on going to go America with you. Well, but... well, well, you know, if Wolves, are not, not, you know, per se on purpose, but if Wolves do a preseason tour there, Let's go. I'll take you to an American football game. a sort it out. Come on, Jeff. Come Let's on, Jeff. To Come on, Jeff. Uh, so, yeah, so so here today, obviously, it's going to be a Wolves special after an Albion special. We don't want to leave you in the lurch, Wolves fans. Plenty to talk about. Um, we'll look back on the week that was. Um, we will, obviously, discuss the Norwich game on Saturday, 5.30 kickoff. off um, We'll also answer plenty of your questions that we might even discuss. Whoa. Lambert watch, but we'll we'll get onto that later on. Um, but yeah, 5:30 kickoff Norwich. Plenty of people can tune in. Sky live game here and in Europe. Do you think? Do you think Big Sam's going to be tuning in? <laughs> yeah. I Maybe mean, once his full of football.
1: <laughs> Someone mentioned this to me this week that he's, he's nailed on to be the next Wolves manager. Twenty-five to
0: one in the betting this morning. If Senka gets the boot at
1: any point this season,
0: he'll be he'll be he'll be favourite. I guarantee that. Ten to one to be next Villa manager. Twenty-five to one Albion. Twenty-five to one Wolves. I mean, it's not it's not the realms of possibility. He'll be back in the game pretty quickly, and yeah. you know, for me. Everyone's
1: got their opinion on this, but for me, he didn't do enough to be sacked, to be honest. But, do you know what? I was saying this yesterday. For, for me, his his quotes on Wayne Rooney playing where he wants in the England team are more of a sackable offence than what he's done this week, to be honest. Do you remember he said that after the last... Yeah,
0: season? I I
1: understand that. That, for me, makes him less of a viable England manager than, than what the stuff he said this week, personally.
0: But what about the whole third party? I mean, it's so dodgy to even be discussing that. You know what I mean? About yeah, but he was discussing it in, in
1: private, so he so he thought, um, basically saying, you know, this 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 is what
0: happens, which which is an open secret, and this and this is how you do it. He's just so greedy. It's like you've got a lobster dinner in front of you. You're on three million a year, and it's like you're not you're not happy with that. That you pinch someone else's chips on the table.
1: Try and find me an England manager who isn't greedy.
0: Oh man! But come on!
1: Come on! You know we, we don't we don't employ them on their on their character traits. We don't, their, but they're their, trying to move why away why from that the right they're,
0: they're trying to move away from all that, and yet this is you know this is the pinnacle of his career. I just I don't know. No, he's, he's been an idiot. He's been naive. He's been arrogant. Whether he deserves to go in is 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 a matter of opinion. However, I tell you what made him well. I mean, he was he was pretty low in my opinion anyway. A part of going into the day when he left to go on holiday, but when he said entrapment, it's been entrapment by the press. Yeah, I'm was, like, yeah. admit it, just admit, just don't even go into it. You don't don't give it the big unlike you've been screwed over. Like whether you feel that or not, take responsibility.
1: Hey, you know what? That, this is this is the argument that I can't stand. That it's the it's the, it's the press's fault. Yeah, and that the press have, have, have hounded him out. Um, you know this, this 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 is this is what. This is what the press are there for—to hold people to account, to shine a light on 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 what people in in public positions are, are getting up to. Now, whether it should have been sacked or not, you know, to, to show him up for for what he was doing was completely the right thing to do. It wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't it, it wasn't wasn't the press's fault he got sacked. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have been doing it in the first place. No. It's his own fault. Like mm-hmm. I say, I don't agree that he should be sacked. but It's mm-hmm. his own fault for saying mm-hmm. what he said.
0: Yeah, he's put himself in that firing line, and unfortunately, they're looking for a whiter than white. Hence, why they've the going down the line of Southgate or whoever yeah. else forced to them but anyway we wish them well hopefully things work out um, but we're more interested in Wolves today fantastic result against Brentford uh, really strong you actually thought it was bigger than the Newcastle I think um, yeah. result when we, when we interviewed You know, when we had a bit of a chat last Saturday which you can understand um, and then we got to Tuesday night and playing bottom of the table could have gone fourth and, and that happened
1: yeah, I mean, it was a great great weekend last weekend, a couple of really good goals and then and then just disappointment in midweek. But, you know, I really think Ricky Lambert will bounce back. Oh, sorry, we're not talking about Ricky
0: Lambert yet. <laughs> right, now you brought him up, let's get it over and done with. Let's get over and done with Ricky Lambert. Obviously, we've got this bet. Talk about every week. He's scored no goals so far. More than five league goals this season. And buying the costers for, well, pretty much a season, which it's is. It's not even the end of September,
1: and he's yeah. one third of the way to his right, target.
0: Right, he's right. printing money/slash right. coffee. Printing money. Obviously, you haven't seen the game. No. No, you haven't no. seen the goals. Irrelevant. Right. Okay. I'll tell you what the two goals were. Here we go against Rotherham. Irrelevant. Rotherham. Goal. Okay. The first one, he's made a late run into the box. It's literally hit him. What a and I goal! Mean, what hit a him goal! Without him knowing it, and it's gone into the bottom bottom right hand corner. Striker's instinct. He's he's walked away. He he literally can't believe he scored. He literally cannot believe first he scored. First, first goal for Cardiff. Emotional moment. Second goal. He's taken a pod shot at goal like, like, it was like a tw- I can't remember exactly But he's turned He's taken a shot Oh it's he's going,
1: got, he put his laces through it Didn't he? I, I, I
0: can see it already It's going it, it, it's, it's dribbling to the keeper Like a 45 degree deflection Goes in the opposite corner How he's been given the goal I never know Hey they all count They all count um, So they went to Tuesday night And I'm getting a little bit nervous Obviously two goals Not a great start Do you know what happened on Tuesday night? You are going to play Derby Do you remember what the result was? Well they lost But you know They're a terrible team He's doing very well
1: In a struggling team How do you think he did On Tuesday night? Uh, It was was a good effort It was a good effort Yeah And he was just unlucky But you know he wins some he lose some Unlucky what? In, uh, in all the chances he had, probably. In, in, Go on, just spit it out. You obviously know something I don't. I'm so <laughs> looking at
0: that hamstring injury that he pulled where he's out for four or five weeks. No, shut up. I'm not joking. He has gone. Please Google I'm, it. I'm Googling please this Please Google away. it. Oh, Ricky. Uh, uh, Ricky pl- has pulled say, hammy. Please say that. He's gone. He said they weren't the same after they went. They got beat 2-0. He's out for the weekend. He's facing a month out on the sidelines. Ricky Lambert. Go on, please, please. Please, keep on, keep on Googling. I, I'm happy to talk while you do that. So, yes, yeah, so you've lost him for at least a month. And, you know, old guy now. Um, injuries catching <laughs> Sorry, sorry, no, hang on Are you go sure on, about that?
1: Go on, go on uh, Here we go, Wales Online yeah. Lambert could, in line, could be in line to feature on Saturday oh, After coming off injured in midweek Oh, so he's injured, yeah Paul Trollope is hopeful that yeah. Ricky Lambert will fit to face Burton well, Albion, In a vital championship, championship match tomorrow He's got to say he's that He's fine, he's <laughs> absolutely right, okay. fine He's playing well, this weekend I'm glad you're doing your homework Pipe down, Judea,
0: pipe down I'm glad you're doing your homework too shy? same for you Right, so Right, go on So back to Wigan Um you know they could have gone fourth in the table. Bodvarsson was missing from the lineup after being kicked to Kingdom Come on on Saturday. You can understand that they played. You know, uh, and it's attacking three. Well, three strike three Portuguese lads up front. I actually thought they did okay. Um, I thought they were quick. Obviously, without getting the, the shots on goal, they obviously missed Bodvarsson. But at the same, you know, looking at the game, looking at the game as a whole, and reflecting on it after, I, I do think that they did not in any way, shape, or form deserve to lose that game.
1: I agree, but as we said on Tuesday, they didn't do enough to win it. I mean, you know, they got caught with a sucker punch at the start. I thought they recovered really well. Rest of the first half, created quite a few chances, scored the goal. Pro- probably should have been ahead at the break. But then it was just the second half it was just so disappointing. No, the second half was dreadful. They've been a second half team this season, but the first, apart from a Danny Bart header from a corner, it's cleared off the line. They offered, they offered nothing in that second half. It mm. was really disappointing, and I felt they were a bit leggy. And they're a bit tired, and the front three didn't really work. I mean, they're all they're all pacey, not really very physical players who like to run from deep. All three of them: Cavalero, Texera, and Costa. And that's what they were trying to do. But but once you realise that's what they're trying to do, it's quite easy for Wigan to defend against because they they shorten that gap between defence and midfield. And every time the ball was going forward from Wolves, it was just coming straight back. <clears throat> I thought they yeah they looked a bit leggy second half. They just didn't get going at all. Um, and then a couple of defensive mistakes, really, from Oil o- 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 from Bart were both culpable for both goals, again, <clears> but they've done well recently. So, you, you know, you can forgive them that one game. <clears 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 <throat> but ironically, you know, we've spoken a lot about the changes that Zenga's made recently, and we've said he shouldn't, shouldn't be making too many. Mm. I don't think he made enough on Tuesday. It's easy to say in hindsight, mm. but that midfield three that expended so much energy at Newcastle and again against Brentford. So, we're talking about Dave Edwards, Prince. Well,
0: in about seven days no no. know a week between those two games I mean obviously they, they, they turned it around for the year for, um, no but
1: then, then the Brentford game as well yeah Um. I just I just thought they looked tired I, th- I, th- I, um, thought, yeah. I thought they looked leggy I, th- I think mm. Connor Cody what, what, is, what was he thinking at the moment mm. what's he got to do to get a game because mm. I think he would have been perfect to come in on Tuesday night and <clears throat> without Bud Varson they had no focal point but yeah I think he, he probably could have changed it around a little bit more than he did I know he was hampered by the fact Bod Varson and Mason were injured uh, Courtney Horsley Evans
0: and others are out at the moment but um yeah a bit disappointing really a bit disappointing Did you feel that they saw the Wigan bottom of the table and identified that game as, as with, with obviously Norwich who were, who were obviously going to give them a, you know on paper a lot you know a lot more problems on Saturday and they thought right let's keep it as it is or as much as possible because this is Arguably a more important game than than Norwich. Yes, this is a absolutely right.
1: Senger placed so much importance on it. You know, in Monday's press conference, he was dead serious. He said, "Look, I'm afraid of this game. I've told my players we cannot underestimate or disrespect Wigan. This is a huge match, and he genuinely believed that. And I, I think that that's why uh, he didn't make he didn't make many changes because he thought this this is the more important game to keep momentum going. It's a banana, potential banana skin, but he didn't allow maybe for for fatigue. Perhaps, mm. um, like I said, he, he could have freshened it up a bit more and it still would have been a good enough team to beat Wigan but yeah. but sadly they, they just weren't at the races on the night it was it was a real shame the fans were really, fans who travel were really really disappointed and, and rightly so does everybody who Wolves gets rid of do, do they just hate Wolves what is it with people scoring against them so four already this season That's already four so Van La Parra was, was an obvious one mm. Hamel you can see that coming Ebanks Blake in the Checker trade trophy game I know you weren't there and mm. some will say it doesn't count but it was a first team game for Chesterfield so yeah. you know, we'll count it yeah and then LaFondra and Michael Jacobs, Nathan Byrne, Craig Davis are all there as well. It could have been more. but um,
0: Enjoy that celebration.
1: I was a bit more hopeful about this weekend because Matt Jarvis, who I'd actually really like to see because he was a bit of a fan's favourite down mm. at Molyneux, he's got a long-term knee injury. The other one that Norwich have got is um, Sebastian Besong. Oh, yeah. Who endured a horrific... Uh, lone spell During Wolves' relegation season For the Premier League Q35 yard screamer Well he's only been playing In the Carling Cup this season mm. Until Wednesday night And he got his first league start yeah. So hopefully the four goals Conceded means he won't be playing But um yeah, I was looking at the next few fixtures just, just to predict how many goals Wolves are going to have scored against them. <laughs> Fortunately the next three, Villa, Brighton and Leeds, there are none. Hey. Um, but then Blackburn away, there's Charlie Mulgrew, uh. Elliot Bennett uh. and Danny Graham. So, oh, um, God. Yeah, exactly. So 3-0 head start for Blackburn.
0: Excellent news. Um, so Norwich didn't have the best of nights themselves. Obviously, the 95th and 96th minute goals against them and they're back to travel to Newcastle. So... You know, they're not going to be fresh either going into this game. No, and ju-
1: just to say, Dave Edwards made the point after the game, and he was by no means using it as an excuse, but Wigan played on the Friday night.
0: Mm.
1: and then Wolves Wolves had obviously played on the Saturday big big game against Brentford that went right to the wire Yeah. so that extra day's rested Wigan a lot of good so you'd hope that that will be the same for Mm. Wolves this weekend especially the manner in which Norwich lost you know for anyone who hasn't seen for anyone who hasn't seen it they were 3-2 up at St James's Park about to go to the top of the league in the 94th minute happy days Mm. and then uh, in the 94th and 95th minute of 6 minutes added on Newcastle scored a couple of goals I haven't seen the goals yet but it sounds remarkable yeah so, I guess it could go one of either two ways from a Norwich point of view. Either they'll be, you know, really forlorn and because, you know, it takes a while to get that kind of mm-hmm, defeat mm-hmm. out of your head, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You can't just shake it off.
0: Yeah.
1: Or they'll be extremely determined um, to, to put it right and, and be angry, I suppose, at the, at the, at the defeat. So, it could go, it could go one, one of two ways from a Norwich point of view. But I mean, my hunch is it's a good time to play them, especially the fact that, you know, literally it was mm. less than 48 hours ago they were suffering one of their psychologically damaging defeats.
0: And this is a good test, like you say, in front of the Sky Live cameras. They've obviously identified this as a big game with, with two big clubs and potential, you know, aspirations of promotion. And I think this is a, a really good test for Zenga um, on the back of that Newcastle result, which everybody thought, you know, kind of written them off. We we wrote them off before the game that they've gone there and got a result. Now probably the the this maybe second favourites to win to, to to get promoted against Norwich if they can get a result against them, it's gonna get that belief back up and running after the disappointment of Tuesday. Yeah.
1: It's the first kind of really big home game that they've had this season yeah. as well. You know, first first kind of big team in town. Norwich will bring a few with them, I'm sure. Again, we say it every week, but you know we hope for a decent crowd. <clears throat> sure, it will be a good atmosphere. The later kickoff always helps mm. with that. You know, a couple more hours a couple in the pub, of
0: cheeky drinks. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. So, uh, Jeff got... Sheen
0: going to be in the pub at, uh, with the, the yeah, fans? yeah,
1: yeah. He's going to be in uh, Moon uh, <laughs> of the Water.
0: That's great. The weather, I weather mean, speeds. you can't knock that before the game. And uh, people who haven't seen it on the site or, or heard about it that you know, Wigan have got um, a pub inside their ground and a few of the Wolves fans are in there and then all of a sudden there, there, there comes Jeff Shee. Well, the, the best thing about that for me is
1: that under previous regimes, you know, that they might have taken a photographer with them yeah. or stuck out some tweets from the official uh, Wolves account but but no, it wasn't there for publicity. No. You know, genuinely, and from meeting him earlier this week, as we'll mm-hmm. discuss in a bit, mm-hmm. just seems like a, a genuine nice guy uh, who just wants to get get to know the club as best he can. And it just popped, he was he arrived at the Wigan ground pretty early and just popped in the pub to meet some fans. I mean, it's just fantastic. But like I said, not doing it for the publicity, which is the most important thing for me. You sure.
0: No, absolutely, and, and, and more than happy to take pictures and, and yeah. have a chat. And, and that's great. I mean, what a fan! This guy's a multi-billionaire, and you know, it's fabulous. He's got that interaction, and he's learning as much as as much as everyone else. And yeah, and we, we know
1: we know how important the connection is between mm-hmm. the fans and the club. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you want honesty, you want transparency, you want to feel like you can relate to these people. So obviously, he's not you know, <laughs> he's not uh, he's not your average kind of Wolves fan or whatever. But mm-hmm. he was happy to mix in with them and chat to the fans, and genuinely
0: wanted to meet them. So. So so well. let's look ahead to, to Norwich um, I'll, ahead? Ju- I'll just say about Wigan Just yeah, to close on. on Wigan yeah, yeah, sure.
1: most disappointing part of the evening Go on No food Oh wow No food No press food whatsoever. I'm sure, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that the hearts of our listeners Will be will be bleeding At the fact that we didn't get a free <laughs> meal Before the game But still we arrived pretty early Didn't we What time was I there Extremely early That was a record for me Well you wanted a little tour of Wigan Did you see the sights
0: Yeah Yeah that was interesting you went to M&S you had a good time I hid out at Marks & Spencer I must admit for <laughs> a good couple of that's, hours
1: that's the most Judah anecdote I've ever heard you know, went then. to Wigan you got scared you went inside at M&S for two hours to sh- shelter twice. yourself from the Wigan public it,
0: I don't know I mean it wasn't bad I mean I went into some kind of like I guess it was like, like, a, like a department store thing had a, had a sports right. store and a coffee shop but yeah it, I mean it wasn't great it the wasn't par- amazing the Paris of the North yeah, as they, as they say. Yeah, winter is coming. I, I don't know, it was just I felt I just felt a little like I left the car in like one of these car parks where you give the guy a pound, or he said he said he was the car parking attendant. And it just wasn't easy from then on. And uh yeah, but I had my jacket potato and um beans and cheese and a little bit of a side salad that I was asking the cheese for you. That's that's unlike you. Yeah, but it was um, it was the low fat version. So Obviously. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, could have yeah. Cottage. You're not kidding at all. Oh, Cottage, God. cottage variety. Oh, Judah. Oh,
1: Judah. No, it's not the best away day, is it? Mm. Ground in the middle of nowhere. No,
0: no. Yeah. No, so, so yeah, back to back to home comforts on, on Saturday. Excited. Um, hopefully, I assume that we're going to see Bodvarsson. I'm sure he's going to be back, is he? Have we covered any word on that?
1: Zengas, just from what, I mean, Zengas press conferences this afternoon, Friday yeah. afternoon, um, just, just that he's expected to be back, as is Joe Mason. They need him back, they missed him.
0: And I, I assume we'll probably see maybe... Both with Jackson back in the lineup.
1: I think we will, yeah. Uh, Silvio, ooh, yeah, didn't have a great game on no, Tuesday. No, he didn't. It's odd for me that at Newcastle in the League Cup, he played at right-back. Mm. Very solid, I thought. Kept Gruffrand quiet for the most part. Doherty, player of the season last season at yeah, left-back. Yeah, Carried on at left-back, doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah. First part of the season. Yeah. So Zenger puts Doherty at right-back and mm. Silvio at left-back. Mm. Odd, for, odd for me and doesn't work. I really don't understand why he did that. I can't I can't think of a reason um, so yeah I'd much rather see if you're going to play those two Doherty at left back um, see a bit right back but yeah I think Borthwick-Jackson will probably come back in so, I'd give Conor Cody a game. well I was going to say Conor Cody um, is probably uh, an... you just need to freshen up that midfield definitely I think um,
0: could we see Ola John make his full debut? he's done well in
1: his two subject Well, I, mean, I, I think he's looked lively I mean I, the, the, I think... well the issue is that Reading found out last year that he's he's not as effective when he starts I think mm. he I think he started four games for Reading last mm-hmm. year and twenty off the bench. So I think I think we'll see a similar kind of thing. He's an impact player. I don't. If if he was going to re- reproduce that kind of um, you know really busy running uh, kind of electric pace over ninety minutes, you know he won't be in the championship. would he? no. So I, I think I think I think we'll see him. We'll see him from uh, from the bench. I
0: don't think we'll see Costa, Teixeira and Cavallero play. I'm sure that at least one, if not two, of them might be might be on the bench Cavalera is the most, most
1: likely one yeah. I, I think was, if Bod Varson and Mason are fit I think we'll see both of them what did you think of
0: Caballero on, on Tuesday night it was a tough ask for him wasn't it
1: mm. um, some kind of central striker role yeah So for him, he was running around quite a lot the first half mm. chasing the, the Reading centre halves down mm. um, when he was facing goal he looked better and the was, Reading
0: centre half down exactly Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he was facing Cole, like uh, Teixeira and Costa he looked better but he's he's not he's not such a striker, and he's never going to be. But hey, no. you know, he tried his best, did a good job.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean that, that finish on Saturday was top draw, mm. um, yeah. and that's exciting. And we've said I'm excited about a lot of the plays in the the, the broad. Nearly everyone, the one the one who stands out for me who I haven't seen anything from yet, and I know it's early days. Is is Gladden. He, he came on it again, didn't do anything for <coughs> me, and, and no. really, he's with, with with the way things are going, and when when you've got. When you found a starting eleven, and you've got a couple of players like Brod and Mason. He's going to find it very hard to get into a sixteen, I think. And
1: you feel like he probably needs a run of games to show what he can do. I don't think he's going to he's get it. Not that. going to get it, no. And he's been—he's coming for a bit of stick from the fans, and I, I guess he hasn't shown really anything yet no. so far. No. And she, well, there's obviously a player in there, and they've obviously bought him for a reason. But you he can't had, too,
0: you can't be, t- you know, too damning. But no, at you the same can't. time, but, well, you can
1: just point out the facts yeah. that in three appearances, he hasn't really done anything of note. Mm. So so yeah the, the the fans are going to give him some stick until
0: until he does something but I wonder if we'll see him I and the under 23s he plays I'm, sure, I'm not sure
1: you know yes you can you can play five or six he mm. chose not to do it in the first game I know he went there at Chesterfield mm. they wanted to keep it very much as a as a great thing for the for the academy and right. great, because you know they they put so much faith in their academy yeah. right, rightly so yeah so I am not sh- I'm not sure if they'll do that. I'm not sure if they'll do that. They very much see it as an under twenty-three competition. Zenga wasn't wasn't even there at the Chesterfield game, not expecting him to be there at crew next week
0: either. Nua Dicko though, is, is he expected to So this simply... is the
1: one this is the one everyone was waiting for Newarikko to come back. Yeah. Uh, he was pulled out of an under twenty-three game last Monday this week. Mm-hmm. Uh very much just with precaution. I think he just felt a slight twinge in his knee. Okay. there's, there's no point risking him whatsoever. Sure. But I believe he's back in training now. So we wait, but I think Zenga wants him fully fit. Uh, mm-hmm. He hasn't played 90 minutes yet, so I think he wants him to have played a couple of full 90 minute games for the under 23s. He doesn't want him coming into the first team to build up his while he's still building up his fitness. Yeah, which is fair enough because you know they have got the luxury of a big squad, mm-hmm. um, and they you know they've still been winning games. So so it's not like It's not like they have to rush him back to improve the first team. But I think he could be a really important player this season. But, you know, we can't, can't put too much pressure on his shoulders. August the 30th last year, or 29th, I think was his last
0: game. Well, he's, he's, got, he's first got time. Team. He's got time now. I mean, with all these signings, that, that's the best thing that he has got. He, he can buy it his exactly. time. Exactly. So yeah. he can
1: come off the bench for a, few, for a few games in a row and hopefully make an impact. But we're all waiting to see him and him and Bob Varson up front together, I think. And there's potential there for a, a really prolific front two. So we'll see. I really really look forward to seeing him back.
0: Uh, any news or any updates on on Graham and, and Zyro?
1: No, I mean this is this is a feature of the new kind of regime at Wolves. They're not really being that
0: open about. Um, That's frustrating from our point of view. But and just
1: frustrating mm-hmm. from the, from the fans' point of view as well. I mean, you know, I get asked a lot of questions about when certain players are coming back. It's just not something that Wolves are really really going to be open about. And you know, they, they'll admit that. I'm not I'm not revealing any any kind of secrets mm-hmm. here. They just don't want to. I mean, Wolves were very open last year, and Kenny Jackett would often bring Phil Hayward, the the chief medical officer, in, into press conferences. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd ask when so coming back, and he'd, he'd call Phil in, and we get a full load on the injury and when they're expected to come back. Now, sometimes players haven't come back when they were supposed to. Mike Williamson being one, sure, very obvious example. So, so Wolves now under I, I don't know who's who's made this this decision, but. The, the general consensus is, you know, they don't really want to be predicting that players are coming back on a certain date, and then they don't make that date. They think it makes the club look bad. And is that
0: just a foreign thing then, or is that I personal? Believe, uh, yeah,
1: I think so. I think I think it's just a culture overseas. You know, it's not it's not really they don't really give like blah blah blow, blow accounts on when players are coming back. But someone like Lee Evans, you know, we don't really know what's happening with Lee Evans. I mean, I saw him with a uh, his 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 foot in a kind of um you know one of those boots uh, boots yeah. boot things that they yeah, put him yeah, in yeah, yeah. <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago. You know, Mike Williamson. You know, we found fa- we found out that. Um, from a, from a couple of sources that the, he'd had an operation was out till January. Mm. You know, it was neither confirmed nor denied by the club. To be mm. honest, mm. so th- this is just this is just the way things are. We've got to get used to it. But it, unfortunately, Wolves have got a few players out injured at the moment, and we're not really going to be getting updates on when they're coming back.
0: So is that the same with the other managers? I, mean, I feel like I feel like the the, the former manager, especially the Premier League, which I know there's more focus on them. They give updates so. It's a strange one for me cause, I mean, there's no advantage really gained. Is there? I mean, I guess maybe if you're trying to second guess if someone's might do, might not play, then you know you can play cat and mouse, and they might change their yeah, tactics. Yeah, if if someone's picked up a niggle in a game on a on a Saturday night, and and you're not
1: sure if they're going to be fit for the next game, no, fair can, enough, you can that's fair game. That. But if somebody's oh no, broken their ankle, yeah, uh, and they're out for three months, you, right. c- you expect to hear straight away. So and so's yeah. broken his ankle and he's out for three months. I don't. Think I, I think as time goes on, there'll be there'll, this. This will ease, ease up a bit, and there'll be a bit. We'll meet in the middle a little bit on this.
0: If, if and when they they got they got back to the big time, that wouldn't fly on a Friday in the Premier League with with press conferences and the way things are this year. I just don't think it would do. No, I agree. I agree. Um, listen, I mean, we, we touched on Jeff She and uh, his relationship with the fans, and I think it's been very positive so far. Especially, I was talking to Matt Wilson on on Tuesday, and, and really just the complete opposite really with Gauken Lai and that whole takeover and that you know no one's really seen him he was at the first game after that you know we're really going through the new uh, the new chairman in John Williams and, and and Tony Pulis and so I think fans are incredibly lucky to have someone like she who's been there to, to quite a few games and, and he's obviously enjoying his time and embracing the whole you know West Midlands atmosphere and I think it's fantastic he came into the offices you had a good chat with him uh, one-on-one what did he have to say for himself so a re- really great visit
1: really positive visit we kind of mooted a few weeks ago uh, planned it for when he's back in the country I think he's back off to Shanghai on in the international break as he did in the last one but no really great he came with Laurie Delrymple, the new MD uh, Matt Grayson marketing and communications chief and a couple of guys from Foson as well Really kind of, um, really, really positive and, and warm, you know, a couple of hours he spent in their offices. So we, had a, we had a tour of the office, bit of a bit of a boardroom lunch. Mm,
0: very nice. Um, very nice for some who get invited. <laughs> not stop, bitter. Stop what <laughs> So Whatsoever. It's fine, I was on a walking holiday for a couple of days, in the, so it's fine. It's well, you had problem. to get to Wigan to see the sights. It was Correct, Tuesday exactly. Yeah, I was in Marks and Spencer's <laughs> with my beans and cottage cheese while you were, what, what was the, what was on the menu? With Mr. She? What was on the menu? Uh, yeah. We had, oh, it was,
1: uh, oh, I don't want to make you feel jealous. Come on. Uh, well, no, we had a lovely little uh, melon thing wrapped in that posh, what's that posh ham that you call? Oh my good God. Prosciutto. You P- parma ham? No, prosciutto type, parma ham, some okay, type of thing. Okay. You know, meaty. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very nice. I don't really like that normally, but it's very nice. Yeah. Very watery melon, lovely. And then the main juicy. was. Juicy, not water, uh, juicy, yeah? The main was. I'm um, I mean, loving these descriptions. Carry on. Come on. Main was what? Main was like a steak pie. Yeah. But the lid wasn't pastry. It was. Um, Flaky. You know, dauphinois potatoes. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Dauphinois potatoes. Dauphinois?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, Spell it now?
1: Irrelevant. Okay. Uh On the yeah, very nice kind of steak, mushroom, saucy kind of thing underneath. Mm. That was delicious. Mm. Jeff loved that, by the way. Did he? Um, it down, to be fair to him. And then the dessert was some kind of a toffee apple uh, sponge, oh. sponge. Sponge. Very, very a nice. Toffee
0: apple sponge. With an
1: option of custard on the side.
0: And uh, there nice. was there was a
1: bit of wine served. Obviously, I didn't partake because I was working that day. Obviously, obviously, obviously smart. Didn't even have one glass. Definitely not. Please. And then. um, you know, water was offered. Oh, water! Nice. <laughs> so, sorry, just let me, chocolates. It was. It was very nice. We had a few of our, you know, top brass here. Um, so how many were there? Obviously, I didn't get. You know, about, I didn't didn't get the course. So was it two or three? Was about, was about fifty. I mean, everybody. Uh, yeah, everybody who was really important. Was there? Oh, I did not make it. Sorry. No, There's about, about twelve of us. But no, do you know what the overriding kind of theme of it for me was? And it was bought a few times. Was how important the relationship between the Expresso Star mm. and Wolves is. I mean. <sighs> You know, in recent kind of regimes, that hasn't hasn't been the case. Sure. You know, relations have been a bit strained. That's fair enough to say. I'm sure a lot of people know that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for whatever reason, well, for reasons that we won't go into, that was the case. So it's, it's a clean slate for all of us, and it's been a very, very positive start. It is a really important relationship. This is a relationship that dates back to the, to the 1800s, you know.
0: Wow, so are we going back to
1: 1800s? No, but, no, but come on, wolves, wolves were formed in 1877 and, yeah. and Express the Star... Uh, the year escapes me, but it was around that time. No, but it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's 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 extremely important to keep this relationship going. We are the main provider of mm-hmm. media content for, for for Wolverhampton Wanderers. No one else covers them in any kind of depth that that we do, anywhere sure. near as much depth as no. we do. And and uh, and having us on side in our opinion is very important for Wolves as well. So you know, we, there's countless examples of of where that goes wrong. We have, we only saw at Coventry last week. The Telegraph were banned yeah. uh, from from the Rico. Mm-hmm. Or from speaking to the management for for a petition against the
0: owners or whatever. So plenty of papers are, are, <coughs> have, um, have banned the press. So it is important. Isn't it? It's important to have a good relationship. And let's let's be honest. The club will will, will will sometimes not see eye to eye with us. You know, no, no, and it's and, a, that, and, and it's natural. our job to
1: hold them to account. And of they're and they're fully well aware and appreciative of that mm-hmm. as long as we do it in a fair and reasonable way, yeah. which which you know I've, I staunchly believe that we do. Um, so you know, no, no one wants us. No one wants wolves to do better more more than we do. Yeah. So it's 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 a kind of a mutual a mutual relationship which which like I said is going very well. Jeff She was very receptive to that and it was a very, very positive meeting. And then yeah, I got, I got a kind of ten minute interview with him at the end, which hopefully you guys have read on Express Star this week. Um the biggest thing to come out of it for me was him talking about the Academy and how he wants to produce world class players from a world class academy. And I think we'll see big investment at Compton Park over the years or you know, maybe maybe they'll build maybe they'll build a new training ground, I swear. I, I haven't heard I haven't heard this. It's just me speculating. But you know, he's, he's looked at models around the country and he's going to try and replicate that.
0: I mean, it's great for him to, to talk about that. I mean, and investing in not just a short term, but a long term plan. He's, he's
1: looking at everything here. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's he's a, a smart guy. This isn't, this isn't, uh, again, this isn't from what he's said to me, but this is, he's obviously looking at everything. He's looking at the stadium. Mm. He'll be looking at the pitch. Uh, obviously, the first team, which he's tried to rectify straight away, the, the, the academy, the infrastructure, everything. He wants Wolves to be a world class club. In every way, the ambition is is frightening. I mean, see,
0: so it is but, but, but he's
1: not shouting. He's not shouting from the rooftops about it, which is he's, great as well. He's very much about you know let's stabilise this season. He's, he's admit the takeover came a bit late this summer, so maybe we shouldn't expect promotion this season. But he wants them to be in and around the playoffs at Christmas, and then we'll see. So he's he's realistic in that respect. He's very he's very very thoughtful. Uh, you know, he's quite a quiet guy, quite unassuming, very methodical, very intelligent um obviously he's got limited football experience which i think is i think he'd admit is is probably his weakness at the moment but as long as he's got the right people around him um they've got the money and the contacts and the ambition and they're obviously in it for the long haul i sure. think so it's all positive in that respect i was very impressed with him
0: and he, he genuinely cares. He wasn't going through the motions at any no. point. I mean, he wanted to be there. He, he did want to be there, be there and
1: there. he was asking for our opinions. And he was—he was engaging. You know, you, you can tell people don't want to be there, but 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 he did. I think he he liked just talking talk to normal people, mm. as 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 allegedly we are. <laughs> so uh, yeah, very positive visit. I, I look forward to meeting him again many times in the future.
0: Excellent news. Well, we're coming to the end of the of the broadcast, but we are. Always ask for your questions, and um, we have got quite a few today, so we're going to give them a good a good going over because um, we haven't had that for a couple of oh, weeks. we should talk about Jez Moxie as well, we haven't mentioned him. Okay, well before that, let's let's go on, let's go, go for Moxie. He's back, isn't he? He is back, yeah, he's boo. back. Boo! Boo! Come on. Jez, Jez you're listening to this.
1: Come on. <laughs> Pantomime boo, so I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Um, is a little, little, little welcome reception It's interesting because
1: it's not like when you get a player or a manager and they're an easy target and you see them on the pitch and you mm. start booing them, you know, he'd be sat, sat in the Billy Wright stand. So <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a few songs from the South Bank about him, but do you know what? It's all a kind of bit of a pantomime act, isn't it?
0: Really? I hope he's not wearing a green and yellow tie. <laughs> come on! <laughs> come you, on, Jez. Surely not. Gold and black. Just neutral. Just go neutral, Jess. Oh, let's let's go crazy. Let's just go. Light no blue? tie. Look, no tie. No button, tie. Top top button undone. Yeah. But
1: black shirt maybe.
0: He will get a he will get a mixed reception, won't he? At best. like
1: I said, I'm not sure how that would how that would happen because. You know, do people just start booing?
0: whenever <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be watching the
1: Billy Rife when he comes out. Like I said, I think there'll be a couple of songs, but it's all kind of part of the pantomime act, which Moxie played up a little bit, yeah. Too during his time here, you know, he's got broad shoulders. He's he's probably he's probably a little bit nervous about coming back and w- wondering what kind of what kind of welcome he's going to get. But I mm-hmm. think he'll be um, he'll be welcomed in the boardroom. And you know, for me, I've been chastised for this opinion quite a few times, but he did a good job at Wolves and he always had the closest best interests at heart. Let's move on. You pondering that, yeah? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs>
0: Let's just move on. Do you not agree? Um, I think that, like you say, I think he did play up to it a little bit towards the end. And it, don't get me wrong; it's not very nice, is it? Sometimes to to really be this the scapegoat, no. and a lot of that, a lot of that venom, especially towards the end of the last season, oh, was got,
1: aimed. You got dogs abused. Do, do you remember that Preston game?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: when they lost 2-1 and the whole South Bank mm-hmm. you know, screaming for him and Morgan to go it's not nice to hear especially when like I said you know, yes he went about it, some things in the wrong way but he, he did always have the, the club's interest at heart I firmly believe that
0: I think that a lot of people expect, and we, we kind of expected him to stay on we did it, was a, it, was, a, it, was, it was a bit a, of a shock it, it was a gone. big shock when he left
1: it was a big shock because he's he's very well respected in football he's on the FA board football league board Knows what he's doing with money. I don't think anybody could deny that. He's mm. got some fantastic transfer deals for Wolves over years, both incoming and, and outgoing. I mean, you know, Matt Jarvis, yeah. Stephen Fletcher, Michael Keitley sold for £25 million Yeah, between the three of them, you know, a few years ago before the transfer
0: market went mental. Dare so, dare, dare I say it, the way things are going? Benicophobie? Back. Well, just well, you, you no, got, I you, mean, just, just just a good deal, potentially. I mean, he's, he's nowhere to go. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's nowhere. Yeah, you're right. I think he's, 30, he's behind Lewis Graben and Wilson in the pecking Order mm. down there. Him and Sacco, you know, yeah. absolute bona fide heroes for Wolves. Could, yeah. could do no wrong. Yeah. Neither of them are playing in the Premier League. Sad. Incredible. We'll, have, we'll, have them, we'll have them back on loan, shall we?
0: Yeah, we'll take, we'll take them on and we'll have, a, we'll have a look at them and then, and then see, see what they can do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we're just going to go on the mailbag then, guys, to finish off. A um, few questions here, Tim, and some really good questions, actually. First one's from Ryan. He says, and, and interesting actually, I, haven't really, I didn't really think about this one, but uh, will Prince of Prince Onyege and Romain Sace, uh, Sace be going to the African Cup of Nations, therefore missing games for Wolves at the turn of the year? Prince is a no, because Congo didn't qualify. I think people get a bit mixed
1: up with Democratic Republic of Congo mm. and Congo.
0: I w- always make that
1: mistake. And he, he plays for Congo, he didn't qualify. As for Sace, you have to
0: Google that right now.
1: And see if Morocco qualified. Did, didn't I'm, you have I'm these not notes sure.
0: earlier on? About no, the questions, no? No. Okay. Well, while you're Googling that, let's let's go to the
1: second and one. And also Niger- that Nigeria one. didn't qualify either, so Karlakimi is not won't be playing. Okay. In the
0: Cup of Nations. Okay.
1: So is, is there anyone? Amazingly one- Nigeria didn't qualify. I think there's sixteen teams say, in the, is the is Cup of it, Nations. is no, Nigeria like one of the favourites normally?
0: Didn't qualify, genuinely didn't. Um So R- Richard Robinson, while you do that, asks um, Dicko does Venger does Venger Venger Arsene Arsene does Senga fancy him in a 4-4-2 oh right in a (laughs) (laughs) 4-4-2 revelation (laughs) with um, with John Donny Budvarsen so you know does he see does he see Dicko and Budvarsen as as his long term front two do you feel good question I haven't asked him he's reluctant to talk about
1: individual players sometimes Mm -hmm. but he has spoken about Dicko and they've they've given him this kind of individual program to get him back to fitness. Uh, he, he's delighted that he scored the other week. Um, I'd like to think so. I think there's definitely potential there. We haven't really seen the four four two for a few weeks now. I think Bodvarsson and Mason were, were giving it a go and they struck up a bit of a partnership. But Wolves have got so many so many wingers in the squad mm-hmm. and so many midfielders that I think he thought the, the best formation for the team was four three three. But I think he'll start to mix it up again soon. And I think Dicko could play a key part of that. Mm.
0: He, Kind of prefers four four one one though, doesn't he? With Mason in behind, but we'll yeah, see. hopefully Mason's back on uh, on Saturday as well. I mean, he has he's had a really really good start to the season. I do, yeah. you know, yeah, it's got, exactly. got him, 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 and, him,
1: him and Cody, yeah, both start the season really well mm. and can count themselves on looking not to be in the first team. Mm. Jed Wallace had a few good games as well. I know he had a couple of stinkers. Yeah, but now he's been frozen out completely. Not yeah. even on the bench on Tuesday. Yeah, so but we'll, all these players will be given will be given their chance. Mm. Everybody's oh, been yeah. given a chance so far. We're still seeing some of those in- Savile came out on on Tuesday night. You know, pe- people people see all these new signings and think, yeah, they're great. They're going to come in and do the business. But but over a forty six game season, you know, Saviles, your Jack prices, these guys will be very absolutely yeah. will be important. Yes.
0: Have we got an answer to um, the remains? Yeah, of here we go. go right, on. yeah,
1: Morocco in, yeah. So we're going to oh, lose him, dear. yeah. Although I tell you what, we're going to lose him to suspension soon anyway. Three, <laughs> yeah. three games, three bookings. Loves a booking, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> loves arguing with the referee as well. Yeah, yeah. like him though. Although, although do you know what, he can hardly look at his manager and, and say, "Oh, we shouldn't be arguing with the referee." <laughs> Zengo be on four yellows if he wasn't at the moment by now, <laughs> wouldn't he? Hey, he looks great. He was poor on Tuesday, but yeah, he looks he looks the business, doesn't
0: he? Yeah, no, I'm excited about him. Every can have a, a bad game, especially at this level. But uh, and he's a tough. Diff- you look at the championship these days. I mean, there's not many clubs that have been in the Premier League in the last few years, is, is there? I mean, it's a strong league. No, and it's tough to it's tough to raise. Again,
1: no one will have any sympathy, but it's tough to raise your game at Wigan on a Tuesday night. Mm. Ten thousand people there on on Tuesday. They scored early on. You wouldn't have known it by the crowd. No, atmosphere was dead. Yeah. So it, it is it is hard it is hard to raise yourself. In a dark stadium as well. Terrible, wow. flood, terrible floodlights. They, they I mean,
0: they literally talk about saving money.
1: I mean, it looked dark when they were warming up, and I'm like, well, they well they didn't put the floodlights on until no. about about forty minutes before kickoff or something. Oh, well, maybe even less than that, half an hour. It's like a, like a Brentford situation. Do you remember Brentford last year? <laughs> oh yeah, I do yeah. But and and then uh, pretty pretty sharpish. I Straight talk, afterwards. Before we could do our video. As, as someone pointed out on Twitter, we looked like Smith and Jones, didn't we, with the black background on the Proper video? black, yeah, like
0: draped a black curtain behind us. I <laughs> you promise you, good, it though, wasn't a stadium.
1: The, you, you were loving the HD look. I did at like first. the
0: HD look, yeah. yeah. I thought it looked decent, to be fair. But um, yeah, and then and then got kicked out of the press room trying to do our reports. So. What, what, what was the quote again from the guy? Um, are you leaving now? You're leaving. Uh, I guess. I guess we are. No, but didn't he kind of say just get out at one point at the end? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the second time when he came and he. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't. He was a little bit more um, impolite, so to speak. But um, we're always
1: the last ones out, mate. We? No, we're, we love not it. No one's to blow around Trumpers, but we're we're always seem to be the last journalists in the in the press box.
0: We just work too damn hard. Which is just unbelievable. If our editors listening, then you know a little cheeky pay rise won't go. Um... One go and miss, would it? I think
1: that's that's about the fifth time we've asked for one this season already. (laughs) So let's let's go let's go to Peter
0: Carter's question. Let's move on on swiftly. What you got, Peter? Uh, Peter, um, I mean, obviously he was there on Tuesday night. Are are the foreign imports really equipped for the rigours of the championship? We've we've kind of discussed this a little bit, but after Tuesday night, I'm far from convinced. Uh, I think
1: a, a whole load of them together is, is going to be difficult to ask them all to adapt quite quickly
0: I mean you, you do talk about the big games and Newcastle away and then they can perform and then you do say when when these, these guys come in well what about Wigan on a Tuesday night well it was Wigan on a Tuesday night yeah, okay, yeah. it wasn't in December but a 2-1
1: loss no, I mean. come on these are, all, these are all big game players I think we discussed it after the Newcastle mm-hmm. game you know, they, they revelled in that stage 55,000 people, packed house, big atmosphere um, are they equipped time will tell I mean they've all got the, they've all got the quality but yeah now, now it's starting to get a bit colder we'll see, we'll see the gloves coming on soon won't we um, Cavalera I had a good chat with Cavalera after the Brentford game Decent English? Good English actually Yeah good English Well good enough to hold an interview Yeah absolutely And he was saying You know the reason he hasn't been in the team Is because is um, He hasn't been defending well enough And we said about How he adapted to English football and, he's, and he just said Well they run and run and run And then they run some more And he he's admits he's finding find it difficult You know someone like Bod Varson's coming straight away Because it's exactly the kind of League that he's used to Sure Icelandic football He's played in Germany as well mm-hmm. He knows the language mm-hmm. Um he's he settled settled immediately into into English football whereas yeah the other guys again
0: going to take some time Fair enough good stuff uh, Dominic offer better at centre back or right back in your opinion Push it from Jack Cheers
1: Jack Jack Portsmouth
0: yeah Jack Portsmouth Pompey as well yeah interesting um, can't quite work out that link but
1: anyway I think centre half mm. he was centre half throughout his whole youth career mm. Wolves gave him his debut at right back just not with horse at centre half as well yeah, they haven't really convinced of those as a pair.
0: No.
1: Um, I think I think Iolfo's got all the attributes since obviously he's quick, he's tall, he does read the game well, just needs to work a little bit on his positioning and his distribution and his concentration as well, I suppose. But there's, he's got all the makings of, of a top, top half Premier League player without a shadow of a doubt. At centre-half, yeah,
0: I agree. Good stuff. Um, and I think we've we've covered these last two really. Um If you unless you want to add anything, Um is John Daddy fit? I mean, I guess you'll find out this afternoon. Hopefully, we we'll, we'll believe so. As as, I I said he. Yeah. He's, he's good. He's yeah. good. How far is Dicko How far off is Dicko I would um, predict we'll see him in a month
1: yeah. in the first team.
0: Fingers crossed, eh? Um, I think Phil. Same question. And and will we see Matt Williamson again? I mean, I mean fifty fifty now, isn't it? Or do you not think we'll see him again in a wolf shirt? I don't think so. Because by the
1: time January comes around, when he's scheduled to be back, yeah, you can add a few weeks onto that. Wolves will probably uh, invest again in the, in the transfer window in January. If things are going well, he'll find it very hard to get back into the team. It take him a long time to get up to fitness. Do you remember, his last game was November, and he'll be back in. Is someone trying to call you? I don't
0: know. Is it Mike Williamson? I don't know. Let's have a look. Oh, Mike, not happy. What's oh, Mike, not happy. He says he says will be, be back in by the end of January.
1: <laughs> Are you talking about speed? I think if I, his contract's up at the end of season. Um, he runs the very real risk of being probably. Oh, I have, have to check the archives, but you know the first and last Wolves player to be signed and not play for the club. I know mean, he mm. really had that loan spell, but you know, like I say, he hasn't played football since November. He comes back in January at the earliest. He's, he's not going to get back up to speed very quickly.
0: But he when he I mean for his. Initial loan spell. Oh, I mean, he was brilliant. really good. Absolutely brilliant. Let's say he gets back to a level where he is fit. I mean, if he this was is if my he opinion, was, if he was fit, he right better, better
1: player than Richard Stearman. If he was fit right now, he'd be in the first team alongside Danny Bart. Yeah, guarantee, guarantee that yeah. because he's got the experience that they need. Big boy, got tall, a lot of attributes. Yeah, good leader as well. Yeah. Um He's brilliant on FIFA, by the way. He got the new, he? Got, got the new FIFA uh, last night. He's straight in the first team. Fantastic. So that just that's that proves my point
0: that he would be yeah. in his
1: first team were yeah. he to be fit. Have
0: you got it? The new FIFA. I haven't played FIFA in years, mate. What's your problem? Uh, I do champ manager or football manager as okay. it is now, yeah. um, which I, I do enjoy, but then uh, just, I don't know. Wolves are good. Cavalero is well, good. Yeah. yeah, he's actually probably a decent team to manage, actually. Ola John off the bench, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. What's, uh, what's Zenger's stats? Uh, uh,
1: inter- <laughs> <laughs> interesting. What's his temperament like? Interesting. 20. Lo- interesting. Lonigan was, I think, it's three or four points higher rated than Ikimi. Really? Which is interesting did you get him in Akimi oh. might be happy about that and also the fact he looks about 45 oh. Alef Sh- Alef Sh- Akimi I'll show you a
0: screenshot he's aged horribly in the last couple of days <laughs> oh, dude, he doesn't moisturise when he goes back to Nigeria or international. Un- international unlike you yeah, moisturise Yeah, nothing wrong with that um, so right I will see you 5.30 kick off uh, Matt Wilson's not here he's on a stag in Barcelona so Matt Mayer's going to Sunderland that's a good game for him to leave him to Sunderland away isn't it. oh yeah cheers Matt <laughs> I do stag doing Barcelona I did this will a chat with him on Tuesday yeah. What's the main things you're doing, Matt? Um, well, we're, go- we're going to... We're going to go and watch uh, espanyol Villarreal. I Wild. Mean, mental stag do that. <laughs> He's going to have some tales to tell, isn't he? <laughs> I said, don- don't show us a video. Good God. <laughs> well, we'll just watch the Espanyol game. Yeah. Um, and Joe Massey as well. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, Tim. Enjoyed this. Prediction? We haven't done prediction. Oh, you want to do a prediction? Let's do a yeah. prediction then. Let's finish Ju- off the prediction. Nathan Judah, Wolves against Norwich. What's your prediction? I'm going to go for... Sit on the fence. A bit like Mr. Derrick Bish, who isn't here last... Uh, Gutted last... not to be here, Bish. Yeah. Gutted not to be here. He her. did do a good job last week. I, I don't just, know quite do, why he wasn't on this
1: week. Just told it. Oh, Bish, just off to do a podcast. What? You what, mate? Yo, yep. Not me.
0: you kidding? Stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. That is really bad. Uh, so I'm going to do a Derrick Bish. I'm going to sit on the fence. I'm going to go for a score draw, 1-1. One, one. Okay. I quite fancy Wolves for a 1-0. Do you? A real... Score early in the second half and then defend for their lives, going kind of one nil. Be buzzing for that. Might be, might be a long video. Hopefully, I remember who they're playing next in the video this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big game next weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great, they've got a week off to prepare. Where you Tuesday night? <laughs> oh, uh, error. error, error. That was a funny video though. Error funny laden, video. error laden. Before, I, before I dashed off to Villa. But happy days, Tim. Pleasure. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, fingers crossed we get a home win on Saturday. 5.30 to kick off live on Sky, but try and get some more new. Let's see you all there. Have a great one. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye.